Well, hi, Dr. Kirk Triplett here, uh, Pastors Positive Mental Health, and we just want to continue to look at what it means for a pastor to have positive mental health and how the actions of church members actually influence that pastor's positive mental health. Now, last week uh, in our last episode, we kind of looked at the fact of the six components um, and what they were, a brief overview. Um, And so those were personal satisfaction, pro-social attitude, autonomy, self-control, problem-solving, solving and self-actualization, and then finally with interpersonal relationship skills. So today we're just going to unpack a little bit more of personal satisfaction, which contributes to positive mental health. And that's an attribute of positive mental health that really deals with how a person feels about their quality of life um, and also how optimistic they are about the future. And so as we look at what pastors say uh, that helps them, I think it's important for us to realize, first of all, if you're a pastor, let's listening to this, I think it's important for you to look for those things that people do um, that make you feel like you're doing a good job, that make you feel uh, like your your life is good. A work-life balance is one of those things that often can be difficult. So when a church member um, wants to invite you to a social event or say you play golf and they want to go golfing with you, or when church members or leaderships of the church want to make sure they protect your time off, um, those are very valuable things that help you have quality of life. They want to make sure that you spend time with your family. They want to make sure that your kids are taken care of and, and things like that. Maybe babysitting for kids if you have kids so that you and your wife can have a date. These are things that, that are, cause personal satisfaction. And then about being optimistic about the future is, is really important. I think that often people believe that pastors are always supposed to be optimistic about the future. But the reality is in this world that we live in and with recent events, it's very difficult to be optimistic about the future. In fact, Barna Group would tell you that over 40% of pastors in the last two years have either quit or considered quitting the ministry. And that's because a lot of, uh, it's very difficult. Uh, The events of the world have polarized congregations and people seem to be a little apathetic maybe to the gospel. But I wanted to take some time to kind of look as you're a pastor, look at for some of these things that church members are actually doing. If you're a church member, I want to encourage you um, to to maybe look at ways that you can do this. So I want to just take a moment and I want to just read through some of the answers that, that, uh, that, pastors have said about personal satisfaction. The first thing that we recognize is that one way that people uh, help the positive mental health through personal satisfaction for a pastor is that they feel affirmed. Um, if you don't have the book yet that I wrote, Affirmed, Building the Pastors, uh, Building Your Pastor's Positive Mental Health, it's available on all retail outlets, Amazon, uh, Books A Million, Barnes & Nobles, I think it's even on the Walmart um, website if you go there. Um, and so we're going to look at what it looks like for them to feel affirmed. Well, the first thing that someone said that that um, they that church members actually do some things. They feel pretty good when people come to them and they're standing maybe in the back of the church and people are coming out and saying things like, what a wonderful sermon. Our pastor was a beautiful service. We really enjoyed it. The music selections were excellent. It especially is gratifying when someone is listening and afterward they say something to you about the actual content of the message. See, so pastors want to know that people are listening. So that specific 
specific feedback makes them feel affirmed and make them feel a, a sense of personal satisfaction. Uh, sometimes, you know, in smaller rural um, areas, uh, pastors will go out to their car and there'll be uh, things like, uh, you know, here's a box of vegetables that someone uh, brought from, from their garden or, or you know, here's a, here's a side of beef. Do you have a place in your freezer? Maybe that's not on the car. Uh, but I think that those are things that, that people look um, and they understand. People come by the house maybe and they just want to see how a pastor is. Uh, maybe they actually ask about the personal life. How are your kids? How's your grandkids? Uh, how's your golf game? Maybe not everybody golfs, but you know, how's your fishing? Have you gone fishing lately? You know, what books have you been reading lately? Or things like that. And what movies do you like? What, you know, what scotch do you like? No, anyway, um, um, I like the fact that some people, you know, they show confidence in pastors in certain areas. And they say, you know, you take care of it. Thank you for your leadership. Um, I think sometimes pastors understand that when people meet together, let's say they're part of a council um, or part of the elder board and the, el- and the leaders in the church say, what do you think about this situation, pastor? Pastor, that makes them feel affirmed and that they're they're really good um, have a, a sense of that they can do their job some members of the church sometimes come up to pastors and after they would be interested in in maybe helping them start a new ministry now that is not only affirming to the pastor but it also helps the pastor be optimistic about the future and so it's really important that we understand as pastors that there are people who want to do things there are people who are uh, making you feel affirmed uh, sometimes the voice though of those that are complaining or are having heavy trauma in their lives and tragedy can over um, shadow those positive things that are happening and so church members have an opportunity just simple things asking them telling them that they appreciated the service and and the sermon that they said um, you know during COVID there was a pastor who who was meeting with some young men and COVID was happening and the young man said we still want to figure out a way to keep meeting on on midweek and so that was really affirming to him and also again helped him be optimistic about the future. Um, you know, a lot of times when we look at uh, the fact that, that people are attending church on a regular basis and you're doing Bible studies and you're doing sermons, uh, the, the fact is often you don't get a lot of feedback and it's really hard for a pastor to measure their effectiveness. And so it, it makes it difficult for them to have a quality of life. Listen, ambiguous job expectations are really difficult and work-life balance on a pastor. Um, pastors don't just leave um, their work at the office. They take it with them. It's an emotionally uh, draining uh, profession or vocation. And and we want someone who takes it with them. They want to carry the burdens, but they need to know that they're not alone in this. And then the thing about job expectations and why I call it ambiguous job expectations is that, that each person and each church member within the church has a different expectation from their pastor. And they really don't know it's an expectation until the pastor has, has let them down and not met that expectation. Then they realize it's an unmet expectation, but nobody knew it was an expectation. So let me kind of explain that again. Somebody desires that that a pastor smile at them every week and the pastor doesn't smile at them this week. It's a bad example, but it doesn't smile at them and they feel horrible and they didn't realize that, oh man, I didn't realize I had this expectation for the pastor to smile at me every week. Sometimes pastors just visiting somebody, um, that person just tells them that they're, they're excited and they're thankful that they stopped 
by. Uh, another way is that pe- the pastors feel affirmed is that when um, pa- they're invited into be part of people's family, they say you're 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 more than a pastor. You're part of our family. Another thing that we want to understand is that that sometimes they're um, complimenting, uh, and what they're complimenting at times is their competence. Um, a lot of pastors, you know, we work, we 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 study, we go to school, and we want to know. Um, that that what we went to school for, the, the labor that we did over the sermon every week and the Bible studies and whatnot, does not go unnoticed. And again, we're not always looking as pastors. They're not always fishing for these compliments. But as a church member, I think it's important that, that we give uh, proper feedback to our pastors. And, and when God speaks to us through the pastor, I think it's important that we share thank you for that word or thank you for this in Bible study. I never looked at it this way. And then as pastors, we need to be looking for those moments where maybe someone's a little more involved in Bible study and they're starting to talk more in in the discussion in Bible study. Maybe you're seeing people engaged a little bit more as they are, uh, you know, in service and they're paying attention and maybe they're laughing at your jokes finally. Anyway, so we want to understand that that we are looking for those things. Another thing that comes from personal satisfaction is the fact that there's this idea of engagement. Um, And this helps pastors feel optimistic optimistic about the future. There was a gentleman years ago, his wife just came to church, brought her kids, and for two years she came pretty much without him. And then um, she she said to, to the pastor's wife, um, hey, you know, I saw my husband and, and the Bible was out on his nightstand. And then we started seeing him show up to church every, uh, about twice a month. And then um, all of a sudden he's there four times a month. And after about the end of eight months, he's asking if he can serve and he's showing up to men's Bible study. These are engaged pieces that pastors need to look for. And also I want to encourage people in the church to be engaged in the work. When a pastor uh, plans something, um, show up. Uh, when, when they need things done, uh, volunteer. Even if it's only for 15 minutes, you can't give a whole day or the whole five hours to a work day or whatever. Show up. Um, it's really important. Um, uh, some things that really help pastors feel like people are engaging is, is when they say we have a need in the church and it gets filled. Uh, Things that also uh, when people come, there was one pastor who was having a a a, a campaign for some money and and a gal said, hey, I have $150,000. Could you use it? And I don't want to put any strings on it. You just use it. Again, that's very humbling and it gives them a sense of encouragement and affirming what they're doing, but also that people are engaged in the work of the ministry when people bring people to church, right? This is a great thing. Hey, I invited somebody and they came to church. Hey, I'm praying for my coworker. I'm praying for my neighbor. I'm praying for my family member and I'm going to bring them to church. When people do that, that's really, really important that we understand um, that that is affirming to the pastor and to see people engaged, it builds their personal satisfaction. And so we need to understand that, that when people step up and do the work of the ministry, it's very beneficial to the pastor. And we have this idea of, of engagement when people are committed to the faith, people are bringing their children, people are wanting their children at at um, at Sunday school, and they're, they're looking for 
for ways to build up their children and one another in the Lord. And I think uh, when maybe when other people, another thing that shows engagement is when visitors show up to the church and, and the pastor's not the first one that actually talks with them, that, that there's a bunch of people who, who hang out and, and they make that person feel like family because they're engaged in the work and that builds the personal satisfaction of uh, the, the positive mental health of the pastor. And so we just need to look at these different things. Engagement is one, the feeling of, of affirmation. Then also we want to look at the optimism about the future. And this really comes into play with people being engaged and, and people working. Maybe people who weren't involved before now are getting more involved. Maybe there's, uh, there's people who didn't talk much in Bible study now are talking in Bible study. People who, who were um, not bringing their kids to church now coming to church. People who were sporadic in their church attendance now coming more. Um, people who say, I want to have a children's program. I want to see my children grow in the Lord. That's optimism about the future. Um, it's not just about numbers, but I want you to know that when people show up on Sunday mornings consistently, there is a momentum and an optimism about the future that the church is not dying, that the church is moving forward. So we need to look for ways as pa- that we can, can really support the pastor, invite people to church, bring your kids to church, make church attendance a priority, and then also make sure that, that people um, are engaged in fellowship with one another. And then I think specific feedback to the pastor. You know, I really think I, when you said that to me, that helped me clear some things up, or I never looked at that passage that way, or thank you even for studying um, and helping us learn the, the Bible. Uh, and so I think that these are many things that we can look at helping somebody um, and helping a pastor really um, have that personal satisfaction of a job well done. And again, I'm not saying that pastors need to always solicit it, but pastors need to look for it. Listen, pastors, if you're listening to this, people are not all against you. I know that the trials and the tribulations and the tragedies and the traumas and, and the negative sometimes really overwhelm the positive. But but when we take the time to truly um, look at those positive mental health things that are happening, it helps us combat the natural negative mental health attributes of stress, anxiety, and depression that are present in the ministry. And it helps prevent burnouts. Um, one of these days, we will talk about burnout a little bit more. Um, but I just just want to encourage you uh, as a church member uh, to, to tell, give your pastor specific feedback. Be, in, be intentional about encouraging them and affirming that they're doing a job. Look for ways to be involved. Look for people that you can invite to church um, and, and really uh, be intentional about that. Listen, that's just really growing in the Lord and helping one another, building one another up in love. Love And pastors, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to, to really look for those moments and take the time to, to review the week and say, how did that person, how did the action of that person, um, you know, uh, increase my, my feeling like I'm doing a job well done? So, I just want to encourage you um, always to be looking. Now, uh, I want you, you can reach out to me if you want to go to the uh, Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute on Facebook and like it and message me there. Or you could message me at Dr. Triplett, P-M-H. 
at gmail.com. Um, also, you can uh, just uh, uh, make a comment on this. I think you can somehow. Anyway, uh, I just encourage you to reach out. If you know a pastor who could use some help, uh, please feel free to, to give me a, a drop me a line and give me a message. If there's a pastor and a leadership team who would like some counsel and ways that we can help the church flourish, which is my whole goal, is to build itself up in love and to help the church flourish as everyone's doing their part, please let me know. I'd love to help out. So have a wonderful, wonderful day. Look for ways to help the church flourish.